0: You're tuned in to another episode of Recruitment Entrepreneurs by Recruit CRM. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Recruitment Entrepreneurs by Recruit CRM. And today we have with us Vacheslav. And uh, Vacheslav, can you just give us a quick intro of who you are, where you're from, and what you do today?
1: Thank you, Sean. Good morning, everyone. First of all, I would like to really... uh, Thank you for this opportunity to have me today. Yes, uh, I would be very interested to tell my story, which is really, of course, my small business started from myself indeed. Yes, uh, so for more already than 17 years, I am really connected to the Arabic countries world because, yes, this is my specialty. This is my job. This is my uh, really kind of professional task. I am doing this every day. Yeah, I'm graduated from uh, People's Friendship University from Russia, Linguistic Faculty, Moscow. So from the first day there, I was uh, my 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 new language when I just entered the university was Arabic language. So it's okay. it's re- it's really uh, actually I will tell you this funny story. I never expected it to be something connected with the Arabic language. I never maybe did before. Okay. I never, never 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 wanted. But yeah, when I just really applied for university, it came for the first day to to start the classes area. Yeah? first September, we usually start classes and study Russia okay. so so I got there on thirty August and just trying to look my name in the list of students which group were okay, English, okay, no Spanish French because they they just distributed students names okay. like uh, sometimes in the right manner, binary. but okay. <laughs> yeah okay. exactly. So I am just trying to check in every group. Where is my name? And last last list I saw it was Arabic <laughs> Arabic language group, which was which I believe was having like a six seven students in compare with uh, English Arabic and or English and all the Eastern languages. Yeah, which is uh, yeah. Uh, easy and really really more maybe sometimes uh, comfortable for us. Was yeah. so twenty five students thirty, but this list was very short and I wasn't it. So. I really had a kind of first uh, it was strange impression for me I, I came to to the head of the faculty just asking why really because I never expected to be there I didn't didn't ask for it you know yeah. but what did they tell you they they told me see which is love. um we have a huge number of students now yeah we just yeah. put your name there because uh, because <laughs> just because <laughs> just, just try
0: just,
1: yeah try please. one week Try one week. Give you one week of time. Just really try it. Maybe it's yours. Maybe it's not. If after one week you come back and tell us, "I don't want it." Okay, we'll put you in group of English,
0: French, whatever you want, Spanish. But, and and, and what 30, you, 35 students. And, and Radoslav, what were you studying in college? Like, what was your main subject? My main subject is philology. It's
1: it's uh, Arabic. It's it's Russian language and Russian literature. But, but every student which is studying linguistics. Need to have at least two, three languages at all. Okay. So they they put me on in this Arabic language group. So after one week, I never came back. So it really was, you know, it was kind of after I uh, understood correctly. Like Arabs say, it's kulshi maktab. Yeah, it means everything is predetermined. Yeah, everything is written already before you on your destiny, on your line. Yeah, <laughs> some somehow it's some kind of fatalistic thing. But really, it's it's, yes. it's philosophy which which I really, really appreciated to That's to cool. to have in my life. And and since then, really, so my main job is I was studying hard for Arabic language to to really understand it, to really yes. be in touch with this culture. To understand uh-huh. it from deep and uh after different position i had uh, i worked also in in uh, mass media i work in the arabic radio station in moscow so, so it was really based bro, on I, up, I,
0: when you were when you were a kid you never said i want to be a recruiter when i grow up right never
1: <laughs> i never expected it. i never i never thought about it <laughs> just on a certain point
0: and so what does your business do today, right? Going into your business, like one, how big is, yes. it? is it just you? Is it a few other folks? And, and I understand you work in the Arabic world, but like, what exactly yes. do, you, do you help get them get foreign talent from Russia? Like, what do you yes. do?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's unique because we, we don't have uh, any competitors yeah. because we created a niche in the market cool. and, and we, and we really using it and we're really helping to each other like me arabic russian english professionals who yeah. really would like to be deeply connected with it so i'll tell you one more story about this it's really funny also uh on the third point of my career i was in the UAE already okay. uh and wh- one of the project which also with linguistic background finished i just really started to understand that uh for a long time already i'm missing a lot of opportunities so when i was in the u- university and someone just uh could ask me about the could you, would you like to participate in such kind of project blah blah yeah so i I am, I'm already was engaged with different uh, different requirements or different tasks so I, I i sometimes I missed a lot of opportunities which okay. really were interested to me and I hadn't anyone I had no one actually who I could really provide this information provide this task. So what I did I understood that I need to gather this information and try to give it to professional like me. I tried to gather people around me, which is already uh, working in maybe same fields, maybe working in, uh, in, in kind of same position, which is uh, really connected to Arabic language from Russia, from Russian-speaking countries first. And uh, I started to distribute this information, yeah, to put it on Facebook. I started group only Facebook. It, it started growing and I understood that this kind of uh, give give a job to another if you don't want it or you don't need it or you can cannot do it now this kind of principle could work wait, wait, no. com-
0: to, to understand the business, right? Cause I still don't yes. understand, understand the business. I'm
1: going to, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just really going to, to describe it fully. So I started from a group of in Facebook okay. and started to put that uh, job, job and yes, which is coming to me, which is, which I took from internet, which I knew from everyone who is yes. related to it just to, to share this information with with the folks, with friends, and all who could be interested, and it really creates not re, not even a demand of it, but from from the uh, employees or from the yeah from the really friends of mine, it's really created demand from the employees. It's really created from the companies who, who started to notice. Oh, really? I need some kind of this guy. Do you have it?
0: And And so, from what kind of guys are these so these arabic companies are coming to you and what are they are they trying to yeah yeah so so what
1: now Uh. i i'm ready to tell you what we basically do so we are our first and ever maybe unique recruitment agency uh based in russia uh registered in russia uh and we are specialized in arabic russian speaking professionals for oh, me, wow. it's not not ever. Uh, it was never a criteria for me which specialty, which faculty you study from or you graduated from. Yeah, if you okay. speak three languages, this is one and main criteria for me to to deal with you. Yeah, to work with you, to pay okay. attention to your CV and and what we're doing. Yeah, we we created some kind of connection, some kind of platform which is gathering uh, uh, professionals with three languages at least. It could be
0: lawyers it could be financial I mean, it could it doesn't be administrative have to be russian, right? it doesn't have one of the three languages doesn't have to be russian or arabic or is it any it should, no
1: no it should be it should be because i really i started from myself and of course uh the, the com- most part of community i gather and these groups which are really created now they are basically it's speaking russian yeah
0: when you say three languages you basically mean russian arabic plus anything else
1: English, yeah, at least and maybe some French, maybe some Spanish, maybe some, yeah, yeah. At least it's a basic criteria for it.
0: what kind of jobs are you placing them into linguistic jobs or are, are you placing them no. in generic jobs? Yes, thank you for this
1: question. Of of course, on the first period of time it was basically related to linguistic, to translation, to interpretation, yeah. to teaching sometimes to yeah. but after we reached out of this circle, it's really becomes job placements related to to different kind of administrative positions, personal assistants, it could be lawyers, it could be some kind of financial positions, sometimes in reach to investments and so.
0: And and now this is very important, right? So when did you start this business?
1: Yes. When was the first I started it? It was uh,
0: January 2015. Okay, so you started five years ago. Where is the examples. business now? Is it is it, you know, two employees, 10 employees, 20 employees, and, and how many placements do you end up making every year? Just a rough- Yeah, it's,
1: exactly, yeah. It's We are not a, a big company. So I have a, a like a small part of maybe 10 person which are really day-to-day Great. interacting and, and connected to each other with different uh, tasks and different departments. So we, we really started from recruitment. Maybe maybe not from recruitment from uh, from sharing jobs placement, and after it's it becomes part of recruitment after companies came to ask, do you have do you know can you recommend
0: and so on organic right and so yeah yeah yeah, ten people uh would would it be correct to say you do about two hundred placements a year is it more less
1: no, it's less now because it's really demand on such guy it's it's very narrow yeah. area actually yeah it's very uh, niche very like a boutique niche area which is not very in big demand but it's growing really what i meant noticed placements. during these six years it's growing up
0: so how many placements do you expect the average recruiter to make in a year a year i put my
1: task uh, at least at least 100
0: per person or no at least
1: at all at all per eight, year
0: so 10 people yes. 100 so 10, 10 yes yes per yes
1: per yes Right. Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to to reach this number, but demand the problem it's not in in the professionals. There are a huge number of of competitors in market, but the companies which are sometimes don't estimate Arabic Russian connection uh, deeply. I tell you who is the business owners here we are dealing with. It's a Russian companies who has some relations to Middle East. It's Arabic countries who have some relation to Russia or right. Russian speaking right. community. So they they really sometimes need. This smart hiring solution, hey, smart yeah. hiring assistant, yeah, just to understand and be part of this.
0: And, and Vatislav, are you able to charge like a higher fee because you're so specialized? Yes. And we are charging
1: only companies. We're never charging uh, the so, candidates. Uh, yeah, it's a policy, I, I, I'm it's I'm a philosophy.
0: In, in the Middle East, the average placement fee is probably for for, for anyone that's like a white-collar professional. I'm guessing is about two months of salary, right? About sixteen percent a year. Are you able to charge that, or is it? Are you able to charge more or less? Of course, it depends on position. It usually start, can
1: start from like eight, ten percent
0: from annual
1: yeah. NO, yeah. Income sometimes in reach twenty, sometimes it's fifteen, sometimes okay. it's five it's percent. Depends on what we actually agree okay. and what the what the company wants. Yeah. So sometimes 14, we charge one month's salary. It's like a basic one. It's really easy for understand there.
0: For, for an ent- entry level role, so would yeah. it be accurate to say you're charging maybe between twelve and sixteen percent on an average?
1: No, it's less. It's like ten, maybe 10, yeah. 12
0: across all your all, all your placements. All all right. Yeah. Um. And and so the next question is: When you started this, you started this alone, right? You were one person. Yes. Doing it. So when you when you sort of started this, what was the job you were doing right before starting this business? I was a
1: head of linguistic group, working
0: in uh, some
1: kind of linguistic software, online translation but engine we were creating. And so, yeah.
0: So you were actually getting a salary at that point and you know that was paying your expenses and stuff from that company. I
1: it, I, I, can tell you that when this, this project had finished yeah. and it was really a gap for me to understand what I am really now looking for. And this moment, I really... Um, this idea crossed my mind. I need to share it for me because I started to looking for new opportunities yeah. to reach out, and I'm I noticed that I'm not maybe applicable to all of them, but this is a really really nice placement that someone maybe could use. Someone maybe really could yeah, totally be interested. I just to start to share it. Yeah,
0: but when you start a business, right? Like money is obviously a big deal, right? because yes. you need money to survive and like yes, live, right. So. So how did you think about that did you have a certain amount of savings that you had saved up and you said 6 months i'm going to try or no like how did you live then like if you had like if if you had no savings at that point how did you survive
1: i really uh didn't plan it i really didn't uh, maybe maybe i can tell you more i really maybe i wasn't ready to start something like this but okay. i really feel that i should do something on my own and i and i really tried to do it and okay. it, it's it's it was a kind of idea I always have and it succeeded but uh, to reach the first kind of money we even received because it was a, it wasn't uh, a task for me to to gain money and it's it wasn't no i just started from the philosophy idea really had deeply in my head and it worked and maybe to reach first kind of penny first kind of ruble come in it was maybe 6 7 months
0: so and uh, uh, it's months from the time you started for the first yes yes that's okay so that must have been tough right like <laughs> the, the first it's, it's tough. tough it's tough it's always
1: when you started something new and you started it alone it's it's after, huge after, efforts. after
0: that, six months and the first time you made something uh, did you start making a placement every couple months or or how i how
1: started after i understand that i really can gain something and it's really could work i started to create a really good team started to find their mates who really could be a part of this who are interested and i find a lot of people actually who helped me in different levels in different periods of time of growing as a company and growing as a small very small business but it's 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 it wasn't a business first but uh, we really we gathered a lot of people and it's it started to to
0: move around yeah this becomes very important right so as you've scaled this business up from one person to 10 people. Yeah. Have you used any funding? Like have you taken a bank loan or raised investment or did you just do it by the money that was coming from the placements?
1: I try to use my personal savings. Okay sometimes because uh, i never wanted to be connected to bank loans and some yeah. kind of this stuff it's always working sometimes against <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i don't want yeah. to be yeah. this part of story uh, sometimes i borrowed money from my credit card just to maybe to to fulfill some gaps in uh, in financial stuff but you never and,
0: raised like institutional money and sold a part no, of it no
1: i never wanted and I, and i never was looking for investors in in the same way they feel because i really understood that uh, it's it's it will be very hard at first really to to for someone who is outside of this kind of niche understand it and just it will not work of course so i just made all the efforts i could to to improve it to a level when it it could work at, as its own
0: yeah and and just so people know how much opportunity there is is there in linguistics and and knowing multiple languages can you can you give an example of like how someone's salary changes as they go from like maybe just living in Russia, doing a regular job to going, going to Dubai and doing a multilingual job. Like, is there a change in compensation? Sure. Sure. You know, Dubai
1: salaries, uh, as a Dubai living level and required income for, for sometimes very, very basic, basic It's It's much more, of course, than Russia. It's maybe triple time more you need to spend to 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 really have a sustainable kind of level for living. Maybe it's as same as Russia. Yeah, that's why the position in in the in, in basically in GCC countries in in the Gulf I really had more compensation packages, and it's it looks better. Of course, it looks it looks more competitive for the candidates, and it really works. But Maybe like seventy percent from the clients we have. This is Russian companies which are working in the Russian market. Sometimes working in Arabic countries. It's not a kind of job we are sending a lot of uh, Arabic-Russian speaking candidates to Arabic countries. No, may- basically we try to to find the balance between the placement in, inside the country using some opportunities, maybe to to send someone outside for mm-hmm. a task, for a project, for a for
0: kind of yeah. Um, but there's time Chinese, to debate, you know, and and an Arabic speaking Russian lawyer can make a lot yeah. more money in Dubai than they could in, Mosque, yes, right. That, yes. That's, that's what you're essentially saying. On an yes, yes, right. yes.
1: It may be he can make maybe triple. Maybe. Yeah. That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's
0: something that's something for candidates to think about as well, right? Exactly. It's this opportunity because. But but what I can tell you, of course, GCC countries and the Gulf, especially.
1: Mm, it's a very competitive area, even from outside. Just imagine a huge amount of emails coming to any HR yeah, or, of the Dubai based company, and, and they're, of course, looking for uh, candidates who are really locally based, who already in the UAE, who already have some kind of uh, easy, some experience easy. in this.
0: It's so it's easier, right? Because then you don't have to deal with it. Yes, this. of course, of
1: course. They arrange a lot of walking interview just to who is really can come today at 2 p.m. to meet to start and, and it's, it's it's really big competitive field yeah
0: follow-up question to this Vladislav. so obviously you're doing russian arabic because you know you're russian yes you're yes with arabic folks but have you ever thought about scaling this up so you can do french arabic and english arabic and german arabic and all the other combinations there are like why not right like why no, why, why wouldn't you not why would you not do that
1: it's the right question. Um, I can tell you that I didn't think about it currently because yeah. I always wanted to be concentrated on on a small niche, which is never was created before me, which is never really seen before me, not wasn't noticed before me. And I'm really uh, impressed and I'm enjoying every day because we have a huge opportunity to start from this, to spread it. And if, if first two years, maybe we're working on, basically on the recruitment after gathering like a database of like maybe 4,000 of CVs of such kind of professionals, I, I we really understood with the team, wait, and at least 50% of the database of CV we have, they translators, they interpret interpreters, and they're really asking us for a job and we don't have such placement. What yeah. we can do, we started to not to find the way how to where where the placement could be? We started to create the placements. We we created a in-house translation agency inside of my company, Understood. and we opened it from. Uh, it it's it's working now very good. It's uh, uh, Arabic specialized translation, interpretation, all the services we provide, and it started growing. It started also uh, um, noticeable for some kind of clients. They ask, oh, you you have also linguistic support? Okay, can you provide me? translator in in such area for such time for such quantity of days can you do this base can you do can you localize my website into arabic language can you and after we we on the on the linguistic translation base we started to spread we added five more languages 10 more languages now we have 50 languages but specialization is of course arabic language
0: is, is the translation platform now a bigger business in yes. the recruitment business or is it equal size or is it much smaller
1: No what I can tell you it's really spread it's very fast it it could it could um, I can tell you that it's it's most maybe like 40% maybe it's increasing to 50% Okay
0: so it's getting bigger, bigger
1: Yeah and, it's getting and, bigger
0: And and do you do you expect the translation business to do a million next year maybe or the year after that like what's the what's
1: I the- wish I wish and I really Making all the efforts to 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 create this opportunity for me and for the company and can tell you more after maybe four years of uh, of working on in, in the same part of business, I understood maybe that as well okay okay, now we have recruiting and now we have linguistic support translation to okay what else some part maybe thirty percent of database they are teachers they are really uh, can do language assisting and and they also asking about the, do you have a placement for teachers? I want to teach okay. Arabic language classical and and we opened our own online platform for online school of Arabic language. At it a was high, the next step.
0: So at a high level for the audience, what you've essentially done is you stumbled into linguistic recruitment because you were a linguist and you do Russian yes Arabic yes and then as you build the database of these linguists, you yes a bunch of yes. Language- so you started a transfer yeah. agency on top of recruitment. Yes. That you see a lot of teachers. You have a lot of teachers yes. in the database. You're trying to teach, create like also an online teaching program where people can go and teach. Exactly. And that's what we did. That's what we did. Yeah. I think and I, I, think that's a smart way of combining it and building a million plus jobs yeah. yeah. right over time.
1: Exactly. It's yeah. really creating sometimes what, what which, which mistake people are doing sometimes when they're looking for a job. They're really looking for a job. Yes. they're looking for an opportunity but sometimes we can really create this opportunity near us besides us it's, it's really everything is, is connected everything is here you just yeah. need to look around just need to be more concentrated okay right. what do you have what i have and we're starting to create these opportunities for teachers as well and it really works as well
0: and so obviously this is your i'm guessing this is your next four or five year plan right getting all of these pieces together and building a great
1: business. yes now now it's not really integration now it's really automation, and this is when CRM comes comes on the on the level of, no, of no, we, don't, maybe... we don't like
0: selling our CRM during these podcasts, right? I know, <laughs> it's, it's I know. To to self promote, like you don't you know you don't yeah. want to be promoting yourself on your podcast. Um, but so to finish up, right? Like closing closing questions. Uh, sure. What is your situation like? Are you are you are you are you married? Have a girlfriend? Have a boyfriend? A dog? Children? Like. What, what's the situation like
1: sure sure i'm i'm of course married i have a beautiful baby girl and uh it's really cool to uh when you have a first child it really opens for you another kind of world of opportunities and world yeah. of uh, and some kinds of tough requirements and yeah. more <laughs> difficulties but it's it's really a better world that i had before yeah. it's really better opportunities than i had before and i wish everyone really guys First have a family now, have children uh, enjoy yes. this it's really becomes helpful to everything you're doing. you doing your same
0: how how old is your daughter now she's now 3 years 3 years old eh? oh, okay so so you've gone through the painful painful yeah
1: uh, <laughs> i pain, <right>? uh, <laughs> can say so yeah
0: that's brilliant and and w- what's what's one piece of advice you would give your 20 year old self
1: 20 year old myself i can tell that um mm, what I can can blame myself maybe when I, from from this opportunity now when I'm almost thirty six and it was fifteen years ago twenty, just to maybe to look closer to the to everything around yeah to everything you have Fine. besides you sometimes we're so strictly in our mind in our way yeah. of thinking we're so so be more open so mind. blocked so blocked we never think outside of the box yeah. That is was what I'm trying to understand these years and I was really wishing to myself maybe and to my mates and guys think outside of the box. It's really sometimes you should expand your vision. You should expand your view. It will work. And the second piece of advice I can give, uh, always keep going. Always keep doing. If you want something to do,
0: keep going. Do it. no. It's,
1: it's now whatever speed you are going, it's never, never was an issue. Just and- keep going because it never stops. Yeah.
0: Mattislav, that, that was obviously your advice to your own 20-year-old self. Yes. You know, we have a lot of people watching who, are stu- who yes. want to start recruitment firms. So do you have any advice for someone that's starting a new recruitment business today?
1: Yes. Um, you know, when I, when I really started this kind of uh, business for me, from the professional, from the background of you, I am definitely, and uh, I wasn't ready to understand the processes. I, I, I never maybe read about hiring techniques and the processes, how it should be managed, how it should be done, what processes should be involved, what departments, what people, what relations should be started to to make it a successful flow. So what I really wish to everyone who's really thinking right now about entering this world, have an opportunity to study it. Yeah. Maybe if you have an opportunity to work in some kind of recruitment agencies right. and hiring work in it at least one year, yeah, you yeah. should understand it from inside. It will be much easier for you and you will not make so because much mistakes so, as I did, for example, and so this kind of feel it will be advice. helpful.
0: Vladislav's advice, especially as someone coming from a non-recruitment background, exactly. starting a recruitment firm, his advice is for people who are, who, who are like him, who aren't from recruitment or don't currently run a recruitment agency or work at one, go get a job at a recruitment agency. Don't just start a business because you'll just screw up. So, <laughs> thanks yes. a bunch for 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 coming here, Badislav, and sharing your story with us. We we really appreciate it. Uh, I'm sure Thank there's so a bunch much. of a bunch of Russian recruiters that are watching this, and they're like, "Hey, we can go international too." I hope. But <laughs> so cheers, guys! Stay tuned for the next episode. And that's all for today's episode of Recruitment Entrepreneurs. Like and follow us if you liked today's episode and want to hear more stories from the world of recruitment.